Leo, I just don't understand this. We moved all the way here, but your grades are still slipping. This isn't okay, Rebecca said with a sigh, as her apparently disinterested son slouched in the kitchen chair beside her. What do you have to say for yourself? Nothing. It's not nothing. Don't you have dreams for the future? Don't you want to make good grades and go to college? She asked, exasperated at his lack of enthusiasm for school. College is for nerds. No, it's not. What do you think you're going to do with your life if you keep getting grades like this? She tried so hard not to push him, probably out of guilt. But she was growing tired and frustrated, and tough love seemed like a route she hadn't taken yet. I'll be a professional skateboarder, or maybe a football player, he said, flipping a ball of paper across the table. Can I go now? I'm supposed to text Gina. Who's Gina? Rebecca asked, alarmed that he might be getting involved with girls now. Relax, Mom. She's just a friend of mine who likes to play the same online game I do. Rebecca wasn't sure she bought his answer, but she was too tired to argue. Leo, these grades have to come up or I'm going to start taking things, starting with that cell phone in your hand, she said sharply. Her sudden change in tone got his attention for a moment, but then he looked back down at his phone. Did you hear me? she asked as she grabbed the phone from his hand. Yes, Mom. Jeez, can we be done with this conversation now? He growled at her. She sighed and nodded as he stood up and walked to his room, slamming the door behind him. The failed quiz and test sitting on her kitchen table made her stomach churn. He was a smart kid, but it was like he'd stopped caring. He had no direction at all, and she felt like the worst mother on the planet. It hadn't started this way. Tom was going to be the perfect father. He was tall and strong and authoritative. Leo had only been two when his father died, but it was almost as if he'd never adjusted to life without a dad. No one to throw the ball with. No one to explain girls to him. No one to teach him how to treat women or be a gentleman. It was one of the reasons she'd moved to the South. She had hoped that some of that supposed Southern chivalry would wear off on him. She and Tom had had a whirlwind romance, and they had a wonderful life all planned out. Until that day, the day she couldn't think about. Every single year when the anniversary of his death came around, she found an excuse to stay home, curled up in bed. Twelve years had passed, but it didn't get any easier. She was no longer grieving Tom, but the life that she had lost that day, too. The future that had been taken with him to his grave. All of her plans and hopes and dreams had vanished in an instant, and there was no one to blame or take out her anger on. She just had to forge ahead with Leo by her side, 
and now she wondered if she'd made so many mistakes raising him that he was scarred for life. She walked outside of their small apartment above the coffee shop and stood on the terrace facing the ocean across the street. She breathed in the salty air and closed her eyes. Would January Cove prove to heal her and her son, or was she forever hopeless?'